evening, November Foxtrot. Evening all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're obviously joined this week by James and uh, that way, Kevin there from we go. Defiant Events. Welcome on, guys. Thank you. Thank, yeah, thanks for having us. Pleasure. That's all right. There's a few people already joining the chat. Hi, Damien, James, Les, Nick, Harry, Sean. Sure, no. Hello, Rage. mate. Long time. Ah, oh, there he is, King Rage of Tranja. <laughs> there he is. Do you guys have you guys used Tranja or do you own Tranja? Cooking stoves. Uh, no, a uh, bit, bit of a, a, a jet boiler myself. <laughs> oh, <here we laughs> Unless I'm playing up for, and then it's the old Kelly kettle comes out, you know. Oh, fair play there, nice, nice. How about you, Kevin? Uh, jet boil as well, easy. I'm going to go for quick and easy, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too bad if you're solo with them. It's when you've got like nine of you and you turn them on. It is literally like a Harrier fucking horizontal takeoff, isn't it? <laughs> Where are they? I can hear them. <laughs> so, guys, do you, to, do you want to introduce yourselves? Tell us a little bit about you. Um, what got you into Airsoft? What's your background? We'll, we'll just go straight for it. Let's go in. Do you want to go first, Kevin, or do you want me to go? Yeah, you go first, James. I'll follow right. in. Um, so I've been involved in the airsoft scene in about 15 years, which is fuck all compared to Kevin because, you know, he's a dinosaur. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, I started playing about 15 years ago just with friends down the local sites, um, sort of progressed into marshalling, head marshalling, and started running um, kind of invite-only games down there, like 24-hour games, um, the site themselves used to run 24-hour games and it was a one year they said they weren't going to do it and I said well can I do it and that that was it that was that that was me caught the bug for writing events um basically decided that at some point that's that's what I wanted to concentrate on and um long story short that's that's sort of how Defiant was itself born that's me yeah, so I, I started playing um, the same site James eventually marshaled at down at Worthing in the south coast of England. Um, started playing there about 23, 24 years ago, late 90s. Um, well, moved on from the local site, started to do something like the Milsim events, and did a lot of stalling events as it was at the time. Um, Airborne Airsoft now, which is now Legion, uh, played across the country. Um, New James, um, you, you invited me to one of your um, sort of twenty-four hour events down down at Worthing because obviously we knew a lot of people from there, so we got invite invite down there, and just got playing with James, doing his events, liked what he was doing. Um, there's, a little, there's a little bits different about what Defiant do compared to other event organisers. A lot's the same, but a little bits are different, and sort of got the bug. Um, obviously, first lockdown, we we got talking. And after a bit of a break, James, decided, uh, I've twisted James' arm a little bit, I think, at this point, uh, to get back out there and start doing, doing Defiant again. So, obviously, once lockdown started to ease, we got our first uh, event about a year ago, uh, April last year. Um, did three events last year, and we've done our first this year, and got two more in the pipeline for this summer. That's exciting stuff to hear. You like the sound of that, very much so. I'm very much looking forward to your next one. Yeah. Well, is it? I mean, we're both virgins to a divine event. Yeah, we've not um, been yet. Which is, which uh... is complete fucking shame on us, really. 
Um, I mean, yeah, we'll yeah, have to change that very, very soon. I mean, I'll accept your apology when I get your book in to the, to the <laughs> next one. Just come and talk to you, Jim. Money talks. I don't fuck about, mate. I don't fuck mm. about. <laughs> Absolutely. No, no. Shame on me. Absolute shame on me for that one. Oh, yeah, no, so, first stuff. question I've got obviously, the logo is epic. What What's the background behind the hog? Um, is it a hog or a ball? Or? Yeah, it's. it's, um, it's oh. I was going to put a flag up behind. Do you know what? I cannot figure out this camera. It seems to be all That's over the fucking place. Uh, uh, yeah, it's um, it's a ball within a spearhead. Um, do you know what? So when I, back before Kevin was involved uh, with, with Defiant, when I was convinced that we should go and do our own thing, uh, one of the guys that uh, that convinced me was was Nathan. Uh, Nathan Cottenham, he, he, he runs Afraid of the Dark. Um, he's a very, very good designer. Um, we were talking about company logos, wanted something catchy. Uh, for, actually, this is the old logo. We've, we've changed the colorways about now. We have a, a, a gray ball with a, with a red, um, red spearhead. Um, but we wanted something that represented the word defiant and, and, you know, the most belligerent and obtuse animal we could have thought of was a, was a boar. So that's, that's what we went with. Fair play. Love it. Very nice. <laughs> it is a nice logo, I must admit. I was a little bit envious when I, when I saw it, so that's yeah, cool. So one from me then, um, where it comes from you guys obviously sort of collaborating, started doing your events, um, was there ever sort of like a, a moment where you thought, is this going to take the enjoyment out of the sport that, I, that got me into doing these events? Was there ever, did you ever sort of have any doubts of before you sort of like took the plunge and thought, no, let's really go balls to the wall with this and start knocking these wicked, well, obviously wicked events out for people? I think it does. Cha- I think it does change your your perception. You you start off playing events, and you know even you know James and I would say we both got this connection we bought with Worthing, um, and even before James played that, the, the previous site owner who's who's now sadly passed away, um, I would run events down there as well, twenty four hour events. He I would literally have people come on the Saturday, this was uh, and take all the money. He would turn up Saturday night, and I would give him money. Um, so we actually got running. The events on the airsoft site you played on but weren't running sort of different events that you wanted to do um so i think it was the case that when you start you do you do lose a little bit of the you don't get to play as much as you want i suppose technically we try to run the event we want to play but sadly we don't get to play them which is fine by me because i'm shit totally <laughs> shit so uh yeah i'm better at, i'm better at shouting at people than i am shooting honestly I mean, but going on from what our listeners have said in the past, when, we, when your name's cropped up in previous episodes, you know, they said, oh, the last event was really good, this, that, and the other. I mean, do you ever find that there's, you're actually, where you're, where you're sort of organising, you're running the event, whether it's Op 4 or, or Blue 4, is, is there ever any element of the game throughout the weekend where you're sort of sitting back thinking, fucking hell, I wish I was playing that bit? Or, or, you know, we've written this bit a little bit too good. I actually want to be involved in this bit now, actually playing it. Do you not know? Um, the, the biggest thing that I get out of it is seeing people interact with the plans that we've put out, you know, those set pieces that we run. See, seeing people um, engage with that and, and have their little twists and takes on things. Um, and, then, and then hearing the reports back of, of how well it went, um, or potentially didn't, and then being able to learn from it and adjust. I, I, I take a lot from that. I really enjoy that side of things. Mm, mm, mm. 
Yeah, I think on uh, our last event at Tungsten, our last event at Tungsten, the jail, uh, we had like um, a convict actually been brought into the site. A lot of people turned around and said, "It's like, um, oh, it would have been so good if that could have been ambushed and he could have been taken out of that as well." So, one of the things that we do is our stories have got like two possible outcomes. Each part's got two possible outcomes, and we might run a we might. So this this piece I'm thinking of at the jail was it was run. And people were using their own cars. So we had decided there was going to be no guns in the game firing at this point because people were using their own uh, SUVs, um, which they were happy to do. But a lot of people were thinking, oh, something's going to, ha- going to happen, something's going to happen. At Dog Tag last year, we did we did a, like a Shura event as well. And Task Force came in really, really appre- apprehensive. They put security in, they were watching from afar, they had a drone above. And it was me sitting there, some old man, doing the Shura with them. And it was just all tension. And they, they sort of <laughs> sat there with the idea that we made this really, what was it, rose hip tea or something, James? Uh, or it was, it was rose tea from India. Yeah. It so was skanky. It, it tasted it, like... like well, I'm, I'm guessing JTF had to drink it out of respect then, every last no, round. It, it, it was like toilet duck and potpourri had been mixed together. It was foul. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Lance, you're completely correct. So task force came in, this this tea on was produced, it was all poured out, and they sat there waiting till I drank from it first as respect to the elder. So just little <laughs> bits like that were priceless. But Brilliant. so what we 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 all the all, all the, the village elders, this and dog tag, there's one of this one of their structures like a castle. So all of what four were taking this high ground position above and task force DS came in on the ground sitting on this this sheet. It was really intimidating. Nothing was going to happen, but it was designed to create that atmosphere and and, and some intimidation. Yeah. Um, you know, there was huge firefights afterwards and the, the normal sort of like um you know combat mission um stroke airsoft event and everyone got the trigger time. But at that part it was just building up a bit of tension and a little bit of unknown. And I think yeah. that's what we try to do in our events. Mm, 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 mm. Just poke the fire a little bit and then just let the flames build up themselves, sort of thing, you know. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Wicked. That sounds quality. Love that. I think Rage was obviously at that event because he says that tea smelled like dead bodies and wet dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've still got some left if you want any. <laughs> so what? What's at the? Um, basically, Andy has said, uh, "What do your events entail? Explain like your events." Well, that's a very broad question and you're not going to get a single answer to it. The The event itself, it depends on the on the storyline that we've put in. Uh, it depends on the site itself. It depends on the, the length of the event. Generally, what we try and do is involve some level of role play, right? We're quite big on role play. We're, we're massive nerds. We're all LARPing anyway, so let's, let's embrace the idiot, you know? Um, we, we love a bit of that, don't we, Mike? Particularly Mike, but particularly Mike being an actor. I love four. I love role play, and I must admit the 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 key defining when when I think of a defined event, the, the the key thing that I think of is there was the image that you guys posted on your Instagram. I think of the press officer with like the gashed up leg. Oh, that's my wife. Um, oh, is it your wife? Oh, no yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I can I can fully agree with the the realism and the laughing and stuff like that. That looks awesome. So. It's got to be done. It adds an element to it, doesn't it? It really does. So, yeah, we, we, we do a lot of the role play stuff. Um, we'll have interactions, like Kevin alluded to there, between Task Force and Op4. Uh, we'll hype the tension up and then we'll we'll crack it, right? And then let them loose at each other. That's, that's kind of where it goes. Now, um, we might be changing that up soon. You know, I've got to keep you guessing. Um, 
you know, when you expect an ambush to happen, it might not because we think that stressing you out is funny. Um, or stressing the players out. <laughs> it is, it is hilarious. Yeah, you know, watching people like on on eggshells on the razor's edge, waiting for stuff to kick off, and just thinking, no, no, no. It's it's when you relax. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we might be changing stuff up soon. So we've got a thirty-six hour event. Um, I think I think we're going to go into that quite. Uh, I, I think we're going to have action quite soon, and then and then try and find a way to draw back out, and then initiate role play. So um, nice. yeah, we're going to mix it up a bit. But whatever we do, there will be role play. Uh, task forces generally are very well structured. Um, side you know so you'll have your sections you'll have you'll have your zero um all all the kind of task force multi-glam loveliness that we all love opt for generally a little bit looser um they have have the opportunity to to almost build their own activities and, and objectives um with guidance from the ds yeah absolutely uh, yeah, we, and we we just we we trust our players. Uh, we, we've got quite a lot of repeat repeat players that come back, and they know what we're about. And and to be fair, they are a godsend because they guide the newer guys, the newer players, um, into how to behave and how what to expect from our events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's good. Think, if, you can get that, if you get that main base set up of players that keep coming back to you, know, it, it only helps, and it helps you to run an, a successful event, doesn't it? Obviously. I was going to say, Lance, um, one of the events we did last year down at Worthing, we did a 24, and it was um, sort of Russian PMCs working with um, um, sort of, um, you know, mercenaries in Central African Republic. All our stories have got a slight real base to baseline to them, mm. and task forces put OPs out. So we were doing, we were doing like PMC training these um, African military, and we're training them on like vehicle debuffs and responding to ambush and like close protection. So, but a couple of all, a couple of task force OP teams had got in and got to about eighty meters. So they were actually when we were doing our fire and movement in this sort of like role play scenario, they were sitting there and rounds were getting close to them. But they had the they had the foresight and that role play element of actually not engaging and keeping down and keeping out of the game, but mm. actually letting it build in front of them. So they were like, they were they were sitting there going like. Fingers on the trigger, you know, gun, 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 ready to fire. Checking with their zero that we might actually be under attack. But they, this, this went on. We we trained to the left of the vehicles, to the right of the vehicles. We didn't know where they were, but they they sat and watched the whole thing. They got great footage of us. They identified the people as DS and stuff as well. So they did all the recce stuff they had to do. That's but wicked. There was there was people firing in their direction, but not at them. And that's just that. <laughs> just there's an element of. Um, you know, how long can task force actually maintain their discipline? And they were superb. All the players that played on both sides played the game perfectly. Brilliant. That's what you want. Exactly what you want. It just gives that element of immersion as well, especially if you can get, when you, like you just said there, you can get you can get a recce element set in place, actually feeding back information, dripping information back to zero. And and some nine times out of ten, that can enable another, another tasking to be carried out. Do you know what yeah. I mean? That you might not have foreseen in the planning stages of the event. Which is always good. You know, if you can add little bits in there later on, it's just always, it just mix, keeps it mixed up, doesn't it? So, uh, Brazier said, uh, we were all first time to fight guys at Dog Tad last year. I'm really impressed. Highly recommend you. So, uh, thank you. A lot of fine guys. Uh, um, yeah, they were in uh, Rage 3. That was their call sign then. <laughs> I remember it well. 
Okay, I, I guess you did Rage insist on that call sign though. No, no, no. We we, we tend to we tend to um, number opt for as as Rage for some reason. Just just did. Um, he must yeah. have loved that. It was Rage one, two, three, four, however many. Yeah. Fair play. No, cool. I had no idea of his Instagram name at the time. Otherwise, I would have named his call sign Cuddle Bunny Three or something stupid like that. <laughs> Uh, Nick Pratt says, uh, what's the FPS limits and mag slash BB limit, please? So we we don't do FPS simply because FPS is a measure of speed, not force and power. So we measure in joules. So 1.14 joules is our limit. Um, generally, you know, um, yeah, 1.14 joules is, is your sort of full auto limit for, for LMGs and AEGs. Um, 2.32 for bolt action rifles and i can't remember what the hell it is for dmrs i'm sorry but it's it's, it's all your standard yeah. stuff so it's your your 350 your 420 and your 500 okay on a point two or equivalent to um we don't do ammo limits per life okay we just you know expect people to be sensible um it's mid caps only so unless you're going to go around carrying 14, 15 mid-caps, you're not going to get through an awful lot anyway. Mm. Um, and the way we structure our events is, is you won't be in firefights if we don't want you to be, generally, because mm. we will we will be initiating role-play or, or set, you know, setting you off in taskings that won't necessarily degrade into a, to a massive firefight. Um, if, if it does, then you won't get the support and you'll end up having to pull out anyway. So we can, we don't get, we haven't yet found a situation where you've been stuck in um, and absolutely hammering through rounds unnecessarily, um, at least not mid event. Everybody has a good blat up at the end, let's be fair, because it wouldn't, it wouldn't be airsoft if we didn't. No, um, absolutely. But yeah, <laughs> we do try our best to, to, to manage it through. And that's not to say that, that you don't get stuck into a fight because you certainly do, but it doesn't degrade into a, dare I say, a skirmish, you know? <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, so different sites and different games, different, different rules. So at the, the jail, when we did tungsten a couple of weeks ago, it was single shot inside and outside because the jail is such a compartment, compartmentalized area that full auto anywhere would detract from the game. So we wanted that element of skill because of CQB looking after people that no one's going to get laced up accidentally in full auto. So single shot throughout that site, exactly the, the way we plan to do it. Mm. Our woodland events, you've got your you've got your structures at dog tag. You know, once you get close to it, turn to single shot. Just that common sense and that sort of like fair play and decency in the game, really. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So obviously, you just obviously referenced that you do both like indoor and outdoor games what what would you prefer to organize like what what would you say is your favorite woodland rural stuff every day of the week sorry uh, it's it's, it's the background for kevin and i uh it's, it's, it's where we come from it's where we're most comfortable unless i can hide behind a bush i'm, I'm not happy <laughs> yeah yeah i think i think as, as we said we both we both started off playing at the same site with about a five-year difference time time spot point as well our and the rest, Kevin. The Come on. I'll Don't be nice to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, maybe eight or ten years. Um, yeah. So yeah, we've all come, we've come from the same sort of background. For us, that's 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 our sort of genre. When we you know, we did our events last year, we're all uh, woodland. 
James turned around to me this year and said, for events this year, he goes, get me concrete. So we reached out well, to the jail, we, so we reached out to Camp Sparta. When we do, when we complete our events, we quite often put out, or every time so far, we'll put out a um, little form. So we'll, we'll send you a, a link out to a feedback form. And, uh, you know, it's like, what did we do well? What, what could we improve on? What team were you on? Uh, that, that kind of stuff. And, and a lot of the feedback we were getting through last year is we want Urban, we want CQB, we want Fibula. So we went out and found some concrete. So, yeah, people want it. We'll make it happen. Yeah, play, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but you can't beat a Woodland event. I'm not going to lie. It's my favourite. But, Mike, you're, um, you're Urban, aren't you? Well, I like a mix of both, to be fair. Like, Oh, God, you're such not, a politician. Not, I just no, no, it's not a politician. I just I like I like the kind of the proper like uh stealthy approach to buildings and stuff like that. So if you can like creep up into into woodland, whatever, and then sort of sneak into buildings, and then you can kind of like a, a mix of sight. That, that's that would be my preference. Yeah, I, mean, um, I suppose that would be the grail, wouldn't it? Really, of like yeah. having a, having a, having a larger forested area that to sort of be classed as a, like a proper woodblock for an event, as well as mm-hmm. having like that nice urban sort of town sort of township going on. Which is cool, you know. Andy Bob's been on. He says, "Do LMGs? <laughs> he loves an LMG. Do LMGs get any bonus over normal assault weapons, uh, like a higher FPS, longer full auto trigger pulls, things like that, or do you just lump them?" Um. So, oh, oh sorry, so he uh, just says, "Do you lump them in with just uh, an AEG?" So, if so, as we said, each of our events and sites, we we use them slightly differently. So, for instance, Camp Sparta. Uh, we're using single shot inside and outside buildings, but the only people that can do full auto outside will be your LMG gunners and, and sport gunners. So we're giving them that role in use outside. But if four guys turn up with four four support guns, nah, one of you, not all four of you, walk them with sport guns. So we want to try and keep it realistic. But in that situation, in that event, your LMG gunner does have an advantage. Yep, that's a fair one. So with the, but, that being uh, said, sorry, sorry, it's no, yeah, no say, but obviously, yeah, obviously with 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 FPS limit, that full auto still works into the one point one three joules as well. So no change on that one. Right, cool, cool, cool. Oh, look, is that a man of red wine? Wonderful, love that. Um, <laughs> Interesting. Like... We put a weight limit on our LMGs, and I can't remember. Was it three and a half kilos or something like that? Because yeah, companies are coming out with polymer, bloody. M two four nines and like, oh, you mean like I'm the M two four nine featherweights, James? Yeah, that's 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 not that's not no, that shouldn't ever be a thing. No, no. In my defence, in my defence, I also have a GMP stoner, but I we, just okay. So the GMP yeah, but you don't keep stoner, stoner, them, do you? The GMP stoner. All right, I'm going to be controversial because Kevin's got a GMP stoner and he loves it. Right, I hate them. All right, they're too oh, light. They're they're too light to be a support gun, right? There wasn't enough of them made or used to be a military simulation weapon, okay? Oh! I know, harsh truths. Oh. <laughs> no, it's my personal opinion. Um, so that's the end we... of this episode. Uh, thanks, James, for coming on. <laughs> I, Can I come uh, by next week, boys? Can yeah. I come by next yeah, week? Yeah, you're fine, Kevin. No worries. We purposely set the weight limit uh, in our rule set low enough to allow stoner LMGs, because Kevin's got one, right? Um, and things like RPKs. Right, okay. So, uh, yeah, that, that statement there is my personal view on things. You know, um, and then 
all the while that Kevin is part of Defiant, I, I reckon that that will be remaining. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think my 249's all right. My two four, Mike, my 249's all right, isn't it? Yeah, yours weighs a ton. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be all right there. That's right. We can always strap some bricks to your little featherweight thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame it's not. A, it's a shame it's not a real stock, like like a solid oak back stock. So I'll just like fill it with like resin, and just let it set hard. <laughs> whilst, he's, whilst he's getting his head down for a couple of hours, but like, fucking that's heavy. Got some fishing weights in it. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, to be fair, would that would that be acceptable if you if you had a lighter weapon? As long as you as long as you meet that minimum three and a half. Yeah, I. I yeah, not too bothered as long as uh I was gonna say yeah, you've got to keep it looking realistic. It yeah, <laughs> you can't yeah. just have like a kettlebell yeah. hanging underneath it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if, if if someone if someone rocks up with the M4 with a box mag and they put a put a scope on it and a peck and extra batteries and they make it four kilograms, sorry, it's still an M4 with a box mag, you're not using it as a as a sport gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it's a recognizable sport gun, so Somebody comes with like the, the what's the Russian one? AK twelve is the normal normal Russian um, mm-hmm. rifle, but AK sixteen is the sport gun. And you can yes, you can buy the LCT one with the box mag. It's a Russian gun with the box mag. It is a proper weapon. Yeah, bring it to our event. Have a great time with it. Mm. Fair play. No, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I've not heard that rule before, and it's an interesting one. I don't disagree with it. Um, although, obviously, my my S and T. Well, apparently you do. No, no, I haven't got a problem with it at all. I think it's great. <laughs> Andy, um, Andy, funnily enough, the guy who asked the question, he um, he runs his his M two four nine like weighs like twenty kilos or something ridiculous like that. So. A real yeah, man, power as well. Yeah, he is a real man. I mean, where it's like weighted plates and everything. Like, honestly, he's just fucking beast. But I'm, I'm wimpy, beast. so yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you can't have all the advantages of an LMG and then wield it like a Mark eighteen. It's it's, it. yeah. it's it's not. It's not right, is it? If, if no. your two point sling's not cutting into your neck when you get back, where it's just hanging in front of you, then yeah, it's not done. Yeah. It's, not, it's not done its job right. <laughs> if you haven't got backache within two hours, it's <sighs> not an LMG. Yes, exactly. You know, if you're coming back into Harbury area and just chuck it on the floor and going, "Fuck this," that's that's when you know it's it's done its <laughs> yes. job. That's it. LMG gunner <laughs> should be the grumpiest guy on patrol until the firing starts. That exactly, that, yes, that yes, is yeah. that's how it should be. <laughs> <laughs> that is me. That is me. <laughs> I was going to say, Kevin. I agree with you. I don't. I don't think I'm on too far off that either. So. <laughs> Kevin, I'm even grumpy. You, um... Don't get to use it. As what, PS, don't get to use it enough now. You know, even grumpier. <laughs> what you mentioned earlier, Kev, regarding sort of like structuring like a squad with having like you, you wouldn't allow sort of like four two four nine gunners to be in like one sort of section. Um, so with your events, then do you um do you sort of um actually set out prior to the event of like what, what your squad makeups will be you know do you allow x amount of riflemen one lmg gunner for example a, a sniper and a, and a spotter in what sort of one section like one eight-man section would you typically have that already set out prior or would you yes. is that just something so we don't know and um, not normally one of our events we we book in like a team so um say you get a team like gray fox comes 12 of them they'll be one section now knowing them as players they they wouldn't turn up with eight support guns and four mm. Mark 18s. Yeah. They would be probably the other way around. They'd probably have like, you know, four support, two support guns and, and ten, ten um four one sixes with a sort of sort of sort of Navy SEAL sort of look as well. Um a couple of our teams are thinking of the drop up and there's like eight, six or eight of them, there might be two support guns. Um but most of the guys they've got the support gun but they've maybe got two M4s or they've got an AK. They won't be using that all the time. So we've never had that problem. 
Um, Merlin is the first time we put this rule in there. So I think we would just be looking as sort of DS, DS on each side as you start on the Saturday morning. Look, guys, it's a little bit OTTD. Have you got, you use it, but let's all, let's all not use them at the same time. Yeah, it's a little bit unfair on everyone else. Yeah, um, and if you've got if you've got task force and they've got say top top cover guns, and if they're going down with like four Land Rovers with top cover guns against like guys with just like AKs or M4, not four as well. Same again, you know, we will look at it and we will say, look, that's a little bit unreasonable. Let's let's just let's sort of roll back a little bit. I think, yeah, what what Kevin's alluding to there is just a sense of fair play. Our yeah. guys yeah. that play. Um, they swap teams. They'll go from Op4 to Task Force and back again. They play alongside the guys that they play against. And there is, you know, there is respect uh, amongst them. Um, like I said, we, we've, we've got a, a very good uh, base of repeat, repeat players. Um, that's not to say that we're not open to new people. We, we certainly, we certainly are. We, I think the, the, yeah, we love having new people along, um, let, let them see what we're about and um, giving them a good time. But they need to pick up uh, from the kind of older hats that have, that have been with us a little while uh, to learn what we're about. Yeah, 100%. And a, a, yeah, a, lot, a lot of it is, you know, we're, we're all there to have fun, not necessarily to smash the granny out of each other uh, to the detriment of somebody else's enjoyment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. At the end of the day, we're all there to, just, to enjoy the event, and we exactly that. No, that's cool. I've had a few comments come in. There's a weird one from Mike Brewer. He just says, you make me hard. So, who? Mike. Is that Jim? <laughs> I don't know who, who he's replied who? to specifically. No, no. <laughs> it's just, maybe, it, it, it's, it's just it's a general just a, thing from yeah, Captain Slackfuck. Gets... So. Or Lance, is it you? Maybe, maybe, you know? <laughs> Probably, Mike. It normally is. So, I'm going to say, checking, I'm going to take that checking. one. <laughs> Damien says, I enjoy my, M2, uh, my 249 Para full metal version, but yes, grumpy old man by three hours. Yeah, standard, <laughs> absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, Andy says his is done, so it weighs the same as real steel when fully loaded with point three twos. Manpower. Well done. He is. He is more of a man than me. I'm not. I'm not going to doubt that. <laughs> um, Les says, would you allow a mortar team or a mortar per section? Um, I've no issue with that. Um, I do have issue with some of the ways in which mortars are used. We have a mortar. You know, Defiant has a mortar we've, that we've we two will. Two, not yeah, two. Yeah, uh, we have two. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, we and, and we do provide mortars and pyrotechnics for our players to use Ooh. once they've had a safety brief on how to use it properly. Because all of that direct fire, you know, level yeah, yeah, nonsense yeah, yeah, yeah. is a is is a bit of a no no. Um, hmm. But yeah, if you want to bring a you want to bring a mortar along and sit through another forty five minutes of my safety proof, then no, I'm joking. But yeah, you're more than welcome to. Sixty minutes, sixty minutes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, wicked! Yeah, I mean, we're just preaching to the converted on the uh, lateral firing mortars. We're, mm. we're not a big fan of those in this show. Yeah. But... Never, never seen them shoulder mounted in the real world before. Never seen footage of that trying trying to take place. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. They're, they're... Anyway, let's let's get away from that one before. No, I say that's something fine. I regret. Well, there's a there's a roll on <laughs> question to that. Um, so Nick's asked, "What are the rules with regards to tag launchers?" Tag launchers, yes. Yeah, I so, love tags. Um, <laughs> so our events tags are allowed um, if the site allows it. Okay, so for instance, Merlin up at Camp Sparta, um, their their rules because their site is so next to like um, housing. 
they don't allow anything. They don't allow like, percussive bangs outside buildings. They don't allow percussive bangs inside buildings. Right. Um, when we went to the jail last weekend, same again. Um, the, the site rules is uh, Mark 4s rather than Mark 5s for noise levels on sites. Uh, when we were at Dog Tag last year, there was tags going down, um, working within the it site. It was raining you know, tags at Dog Tag. It was raining tags at that one. Um, <laughs> but then again, if the, if, if, if the site puts down a, a pyro band limit, noise band limit, uh, we will always honour the site's request for that. Uh, hence why... You know, we used dog tag last year. We had the arrangement for the site last year. We've got more use of the site this year. And um, Ross turned around and he, t- he said to us, like, yeah, you guys come back into what he goes, do you want exclusive use? No, we don't want exclu- exclusive use. Obviously, you know, SEO are using that th- this year as well. Um, but, you know, we want to keep a good relationship with these sites because we want to run our events so that you guys can come and our players can come back and have good events. So we won't, we won't challenge, we won't, break the rules that are set for our sites so that we can still run our events. No, absolutely, mate. Yeah, no. No, fair play. Uh, sorry. Uh, Terry says, Lance, I've seen a 51 mil user yeah, with, with, with tags. We don't, we don't do that direct fire thing. Yeah, the direct yeah. fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, totally. Totally agree with that. So with, um, with that then, I mean, obviously, from a Milson point of view, um, I mean, I've not got a tag launch. I mean, I, I am really close to that, that sort of close to getting one. Um, I don't know how to put it. Really. So if you had like a mortar section within, a mortar team within a section, so if they've got their X amount of pyro that they'd carry for that. Um, if I was in sort of like, so, say I've got my UGL under my M4, um, would there be a restrictive limit on the amount of pyro I could carry for you for, for that? Or could I like essentially run around with a backpack full of rounds and, and whatever I wanted with it? Or has it got to be, you know, come on, be realistic. Do you know what I mean? I mean, because I've seen, I've witnessed it. I've, I've seen dump bags, uh, dump sacks full of Mark Fives, just like one after another going out, and thinking, you know, is that is there a realism to that? I mean, it sounds wicked. Don't get me wrong. Boom, boom, boom over a wall, but essentially, you'd only have sort of four bits of pyro in a real situation. I'm guessing as a sort of an average, you know, a couple of frags, a couple of smokes. So, where else do you sort of guys stand on that for the sort of realism side of a of an event? Is James frozen? I'm back with you now. No. I was uh, <laughs> I was struggling there. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll summarise Lance's question. Um, well, no, that's right. Just get Kevin to answer. I, I feel I've struggled oh, okay. enough. Um, I, did, <laughs> yeah, I did hear what so, you were um, saying about pyro limits, but let Kevin do it. Yeah, that so, way. so with pyro, obviously, I say with um, sites, sites will give like a, get, give like a time limit. Um you know, yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you, Lance. It's like the, the person that rocks up with um, the, you know, sponsored by Enola Gay, box of five hundred Mark Fives, uh, <laughs> comes up the weekend, throws them over every single wall. Yeah, that's that's not really within the ethos of that we would look for our players. Mm-hmm. Um, say we did, we did our we did our urban event. It's one of the things we're looking at uh, moving on from our urban event. Um, as, as James said, we always take um, feedback, and I must admit. I've, apart from Define, I've never been at an event where I actually get I actually get the chance to give feedback. I've done our events, I'll pick up the phone or message or WhatsApp and say, oh, uh, Lance, a great weekend, really enjoyed your event the weekend, thank you very much, come back, I'll, I'll come to your next one in April. Um, so you do that and WhatsApp with, with, with site owners as well, but never the feedback form. But I think, I, think, I think from Tungsten, I think we will look at that to make it 
it was one of the, one comment that came up was about that of like this unlimited pyro. So I think it's something to mm. something to what, look what at. Kevin's you know, we... trying to say is that we have yet to have an internal argument about pyro. Ah, <laughs> leave that there then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've always been in the mindset of like just having like a couple on me of each, like whether it's a combination of three smokes and a frag or or four frags or, or whatnot. Yeah. It's usually no more than sort of four ish around that sort of mark. Again, it's a lot about not acting in a way that is detrimental to other players' enjoyment. If you mm, want to go mm. and put 50 bangs into a room, you know, then, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a great way to, to have other people's interest in mind, is it? But um, we, we still have to have that discussion uh, based on the, the, the urban or the, the CQB operation that we ran um, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, where we want to go in the future, well, you know. Um, so we'll see, we'll see. Mm, yeah, no, cool. Well, talking of the future, so uh, Fresh Meter says, Can't wait for the dog tag event. Um, ah, uh, red tide, yeah. And then Rage has asked, um, question Can you share any details about the 36 hour event in the summer? Yes. Right. I can. I'm not going to, but I can. <laughs> Mike, Would you Mike, like, you is, this, to, Mike, is this where the image comes up? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Mike. Yeah, go on, throw, throw the image up. up. There we go. So talk us through the image. So, yeah. You the... can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> as, as I said earlier, one of our, one of our team members is um, Nathan Cottenham, who, uh, who, who is afraid of the dark. Um, he is a very good designer and when we gave him the brief for the event uh, and said you know it's central america it's counter narcotics give it a give it a, a colombian central american theme but operate it operate it up a bit this is what he came together with um and we love it we think it's awesome uh, in fact many of I us think you met the brief it. there yeah <laughs> oh yeah many of us we're going to have this in posters straight in our in our man caves because we think it's really cool i think that'll nice. make a good t-shirt as well wouldn't it just you know i was literally don't, just took the words don't, 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 We've said don't, that, yeah. don't do that don't yeah. i want the t-shirt, t-shirt. I want yeah, the t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well if there's interest about t-shirts maybe maybe we'll put some on the website uh for for attendees to purchase when they purchase their ticket that you know by pre-order and then you can collect them on the day maybe we will see um there you go there's an exclusive right there ladies yeah. and gents i mean if it looks like it comes to rose's cover doesn't it, it exclusive doesn't maybe <laughs> exactly um if you're interested in that event red tide it's early june was it third to third third to fifth so it's um we're getting an extra, extra couple of bank holiday days on the Thursday, Friday, thanks to the Queen's birthday. Um, so we're going to be starting on the Friday night and going through to Sunday morning. If you're interested in that event, uh, if you go to our website at the moment, you can sign up for a mailing list. So you will know, well, can't remember how it works now. I think you'll get the first opportunity to book in. Um, so you will get, you'll be able to book in before it goes public if you know what i mean mm-hmm. does that yeah. make sense yeah, nice. so you, you you you'll get you get your early bird ticket if you uh, if you sign up to our mailing list fair play sounds good i'll be on that in a minute is there 
Well, I wasn't giving it out yet. Yeah. Let us book on first. Events, kind of <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. And, and as always, you know, we've we've sold out a few events. Uh, we do not put reserves in place for people. You know, it's first come, first served. It's the only fair way to do things. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that we have we haven't yet sold out on Merlin. There are what 16, 17 task force places left for Merlin. Op four sold out. Um, apparently we made op four cool and op four sells now faster for us at least. Op four sells faster than task force. So Ooh, yeah, who'd have thunk it, you know? I know. Yeah, like that. But there's still some task force places. There's plenty plenty to, to get stuck in with. So so op Merlin, when when is that? Oh, geez. Uh, it is Easter bank holiday Easter, weekend. Easter weekend. Yeah, Easter weekend. Easter weekend. Oh, Merlin. And where's that being held at, gents? Merlin's the one at um, Camp Sparta. Camp Sparta, right. Cool. Noted. I'll see if I can get the image downloaded quick enough so I can flash that up at the end as well. Um, Thank you. Because that's yeah. pretty cool one with the, the gas mask and stuff. I like that. Um, oh, the GSR on it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Regardless, if, you, says, if, you, if, if any if any of the guys can figure out what it says across the GSR, then well done. Um, it's yeah, good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, regardless, says what about snipers? Can they uh, carry uh, assault for small firefights to retreat, etc.? As in, like a secondary, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, snipers. Um, snipers can can play events. Um, one of the things that, you know, if, as James was talking about, if you're a sniper on task force, you're going to be part of like a section uh, and that section is going to be tasking. Um, would you, as a sniper in a rural 24, 36 hour event, walking around your ghillie suit and the sniper rifle with your section of eight, would you be, would you have enough, carry enough stuff to sustain yourself and be effective in a firefight? Probably not. Um, if you're going out as a lone sniper and not for to try and pick off task force, same again, we've got a loose structure, but it's more structured than you just going out shooting the guys in multicam. If you were coming along with a friend and you're part of a team and you wanted to do a reconnaissance role and use your optics and your gun in a reconnaissance role and contribute towards that as part of an event, talk to us, definitely talk to us. Cool, nice. So we, we it was um, our event in September, Archer, where we had a, a scenario based where we had to put snipers out on the ground to o overwatch an area um, while Op4 were carrying out, you know, we had a drone overhead and we had snipers and they were our only eyes on what was going on and that, that was it. So yes, we do utilise snipers, certainly. Um, but... I don't think um, I don't think it's fair to say that if you come along with your sniper rifle, you'll get to use it like you would on a skirmish field. Okay, you you have to act as part of a team. Whether that's if that's in a reconnaissance role, right? If you've opted for that, then we we need to first of all make make sure that you're you're capable of that role. Okay, because sorry to be rude, but your 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 four hour skirmisher cannot do twenty four hours in the field unsupported. Okay, so you know, signals, communications, um, you need to be a valued asset, otherwise, pick up your M4 and join a section. So, it, it is it is a difficult one. Yes, we are, we are certainly open to it if you've got the skill set to back it up. 
um, or we will put in scenarios where it will be useful to you. Well, okay. So let's say, for example, then, so within an eight-man section, you had a, um, a sniper and a spotter. So you've got a sniper and a DMR um, as a twosome. Could them, would it be uh, fair to say that within that eight-man section, if they were, were out in the AO, you could then, as a team leader, like for me, for example, I could send you guys off as a two-man to recce if it was if we played that way yeah, rather than just yeah, saying, yeah. well, I'm a sniper on my own, I'm going to fuck off and do what I want. Absolutely. If they were, yeah, if they yeah. were within that section and yeah. you utilise them in that way, would that sort of change yeah, your definitely. sort of... One of one 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 of the one of the one of the the, the clever ways to do that is you're out as a section. You see six guys or eight guys moving. You're not quite sure who the section are because they're all in the same sort of cam- the same sort of camouflage. If they're spotted by op four and two guys drop down, go into the ghillies, go into that role, and our section patrol round and move off. Op four are going to you're going to you're going to you hopefully can lose those two guys in the ground if you've got sustainment water food yep, and sure. comms back to you guys. And utilize that yeah perfect that's that's the way that we would want to use that because if we know we've got that asset within a team of eight guys coming to one of our events mm-hmm. yeah we'd send you out do that patrol drop those two off you'd gain intel you can like patrol around continue patrol pick them up later on as well if you want support them mm-hmm. you could leave them in the ground and take out some more sustainment here to them later on but we would trust the other six of you to look after them and make sure that they were like looked after on the ground yeah, absolutely yeah but, you know even like approach, approaching building sections or something like that you know dropping your sniper off and his spot on your lmg gunner as a fsg group or your other remaining sort of five six go in um yeah to be able to, as like an rv emergency rv point that's got that covered for you as you pull back out of a village area or something like that yeah perfect good cool i like the sound of that this is um <laughs> this next question i'm just gonna pull one is that i think it's silly gilly being a bit controversial about a recent post that's come out um, but he says, hey, I really like the sound of these events. Would you allow a ghillie to use an AEG? Not intending to, just wondering. Um, uh-huh. So for anyone that doesn't know, uh, Imperium came out uh, earlier in the week and basically just put a rule down that says, you know, they don't want ghillies, uh, LMG gunners or AEGs. You know, they, they ultimately they want ghillied sniper rifles as bolt action. Um, but which, to be fair, if... is perfectly in their prerogative. And the idea yeah, is, is that... That's, that's, that's up to them. But what if you wanted yeah. to do reconnaissance? Yeah, you know, yeah. Kevin I think they're I've aiming done... it at the skirmish days more than like their milsim events. If yeah, they help them, slight, slightly different, isn't it? I mean, Ke- Kevin yeah. and I have done twenty-four plus events in leaf suits, ghillies, whatever you want to call them, um, to do reconnaissance. Have fired one shot, two shots all weekend hmm. um, through AEGs because we were in reconnaissance, not sniping. So yeah, no problem with you, with you doing that. Yeah, I think um, I think it's fair he's to just, say that. Tilligan is just being a little bit. Of... <laughs> he's having a poke, isn't he? Yeah, he's having a cheeky poke. Yeah, that's that's it. That's all right. We're we're um, we're, we're more open than that. We're uh, yeah. We, we we if you want to do something, as long as it is in the spirit of military simulation, and I I hate that term, but as long as it is is in that spirit. Um, it's not a problem. No, that's a fair one. Yep. Cool. Um, I'll come back to the Milsim thing in a minute as well, because there's a there's an interesting video by uh, Random Trashy uh, from the Heresy Group that I wanted to just briefly talk about you with. Um, but regardless, he's pressuring me. He says, uh, yeah, I play with these guys, Mike and Fox. They know me. Hope they can say a word for me. Um, and he says, Mike and Lance, can you give a word for me? So presumably you guys know regardless. No, not a clue. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> no, no regardless, is, regardless, Mike, we know regardless from um, the... Um, oh, I know him. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure if these guys did. Yeah, I think him, I think it's a shoehorning in there, putting in a good word for him as he's a sniper yeah. at the Defiant events if he goes to them. <laughs> well, we've got to go yet, regardless. Mate. Regard, regardless of regardless, we've got to go to one yet. <laughs> oh, um, Alexander's asked, uh, do you require specific weapons for Task Force or Op4? No AKs on Task Force, for example. No, we haven't. I had done in the past, but again, it's it's just in, in, in the spirit of, of getting into character. You know, um, mm, mm. we don't allow two tones, race guns, stupid G&G, binary triggers, paintball yeah. type things. No, it's got to look realistic. Um, if you are filling the role of a UKSF or US Special Forces guy, you should be carrying a weapon that portrays that. Now, if your primary gun dies and your backup is an AK, not got a problem with that. But generally, fulfill the role that you are meant to be playing. Mm-hmm. In literally the same breath, we don't say that we don't say. Oh, I think his internet's fine. He's gone. Again. Yeah, I think I, I, think, I probably say an op four don't have to have AKs because if you look around the world and you know you look what after happened in um, Afghanistan, they have now end up with more we- more Western weaponry and a higher number of like weapons and armed soldiers than probably most, most NATO armies. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're not wrong, Kev. Absolutely. Op four don't have to have AKs. You know, they, they can I am use back, yeah. what would be in a city. Yeah, he's back. I am cool, sorry. Cool. Well, I was uh, getting, I was getting, I was getting so internet that, uh, so into it that the internet died. Exactly that, yeah. <laughs> well, for, uh, just to quickly flip that on his head, then you know, to be a bit controversial, what if someone was an op four player, ninety nine percent of the time, but fancy trying his hand at sort of like the NATO JTF, but he only did have an AK? Would you sort of, with, do you know what I mean, if it's a, if he still conducted himself accordingly as a sort of a JTF player, would that be all right, or is it we four or one in, gen- in general? <laughs> in general, we would like to be. Uh, we would like to enable a- anybody to come along and play the event in the way that they want, as mm. long as it's not to the detriment of others or to the immersion, right? Yeah, Fine. yeah. And got- you want to come along and do some task force stuff if you've only got an AK. I'm not going to say no. I'm just going to say, eh, stick an EO tech on it. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm joking, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, no, fair one, fair one. Yeah. If, 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 suppose, suppose if you then start looking at like NATO countries, you've got. Say Czechoslovakia, we're multicam carrying AKs and whatever else, or AK variants. So you know, from that whole NATO type Western look, yeah, it's it's not an issue at all. It's not mm. an issue. You know, yeah, if if you were sitting there with a really, really off multicam that looked like something that could be construed as green, then and with your AK, don't you know? For instance, one of the camouflage, and this might cause controversy. We've we we've, we've put multicam tropic on op four because it's predominantly green so right. our task force multicam is more tan so that would be one color of kit that we've we've put towards that one side because it fits in with that green green base tone for op four yeah, um, so yes you know people have got it in the seal team they see it with the navy seals and so forth but for us yeah. it has caused um pid issues 
or not or PID um, sort of situations. I mean, so it's, we've it's, put it, it, it still does, especially under nods. Multicam looks like multicam, whether it's multicam yeah. dark, as in multicam black, um, tropic or whatever. But you have to be a little bit allowing. Mm. Yes, oh, I said multicam dark. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> Uh, well, that, that rolls quite nicely into the next question from Andy. Uh, do you do night ops? Um, yes. Yes. Cool. <laughs> we do. Good answer. 24-hour, <laughs> 36-hour. So if, if the question is, do we do night-only ops, as in start in the evening and end in the early hours of the morning, we haven't yet. I don't think there is a great demand for it at this time. Um, so we did an eight-hour eight event the other you know the other week um would we do an eight hour event overnight if if the site was up to it maybe if they allowed pyro all the way through the night maybe um and if yeah if, if there was a demand for it we might do um at the moment i haven't identified that demand but so i'm just just assuming that you're that that was your question there yeah that's a good answer but also also back yeah, to that question answers, bill um for the for the the thirty six hour dog tag, there's two nights of night games for players for that event. So, if that's what someone's interested in, that's the event to look at for us. If you've not played one of our events before, if you want night games, that's your opportunity to do two night games of uh, airsoft and have your day day event in June as well. It's going to be like we've got two weeks from the short the longest day. So it's going to be quite short nights and quite, it's going to be bright at five in the morning, but you're going to get your sort of um, 11 o'clock to four pitch black for your nighttime games on two nights that that, that, that weekend. Yep, yeah, nice. Cool. Oh, for it to be summertime again soon. <laughs> oh, please, yeah. <laughs> Lance, have you got any other questions? I, I could just keep going to the chat. I was just... Uh, I... I was, yeah, I was just catching up with the chat now. Yes, mate. Um, yeah, that was an interesting one there from Dan. Um, regarding obviously you so you've you've spoken about obviously your base colours for your for your camo patterns, and things like that. But um with regards to your your, your PLCE, you know, your, your your plate carriers, your chest rigs, um, would they be a requirement to be the same like OD greens for like your op fours and then obviously um, your multicams for your NATO or can you use like a an OD green chest rig on NATO okay. but still have your, your multicam so, base colours? So to date we have not. We've allowed you to carry your fighting order, so your your your, your plate carrier chest rig uh, can be any colour to date. That might be changing for Red Tide. Okay, so I'm throwing that out there. Fair play. PID seems to be an issue. Uh, oh. Yeah, because PID seems to be an issue. More for Task Force than Op Four. Um, I think Task Force would like to i mean we tried putting up for in bright orange a couple of weeks ago still pid seems to be an issue for task force don't know how really i don't know how but yeah um we'll we'll we'll, we'll see how we go um yes that is a jab at a couple of teams out there you know um <laughs> Um, that's a shame. I thought I thought they're going to come back. That's them. They're not coming back now. Thank you. you know. <laughs> James is not the business manager of Define, as you can tell. No, no, I don't do customer services. I tell the truth. There's, yeah, there's he's a not difference. Part of that department. <laughs> yeah, swiftly so, removed from that department. But yeah, we 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 may be looking to um, we may be changing up the requirements for load carrying equipment soon. 
Okay. Right. Okay. That's We're fine. not going to make it too obtuse, you know, or or too difficult. But um, yeah, S- some changes. Of our events, majority of our events are based on the be- the best color co- best color clothing, uh, red tide. Without giving too much away, we are looking at um, sort of DA and special forces area and two cartels. So there's three, four groups there, so there may be restrictions put in there as well. But mm. if you want to come to that, that event and you've only got green plate carrier, there's probably still two options for you to play on for that event. But you may be restricted from one of those options, but not all of them. Yeah, no, that's a fair one. That's a fair one. I mean, obviously, yeah, and, and like you've just said there, as soon as you start bringing in perhaps sort of three or four factions with varying sort of colours or base colours of what you've got to stick to, like you said, for PID, if if there's too much cross polarity of colours, oh well, I've got, I've only got this, but I'm wearing that base, and well, he's got that, and he's wearing this, and it's just like, yeah. well, it, it, it can at, become a bit of a colour bomb. The, at, at the same time, I think PIDing a target is part of military simulation. You can expect to do that, right? If it was clear cut who was enemy all of the time, might as well go and wear coloured armbands, mm. you know. So let's yes, exactly. let's keep that complexity. Let's keep that thought process. You know, we want thinkers, not plinkers. Oh, I like that. I like that phrase. Ooh. That's a patch, isn't it? That's a good one. Oh, that's that's got to be on the flag of the next campaign slogan, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, thinkers, not plinkers, is, is one that I've thrown about a few times. But yeah, good flag. nice. That's, that's, one, that's, that's one for afraid of the dark, isn't it? Or or kinetic raid cult. No, it'll be. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Put them in competition. competition. One of them can have it. Competition first, between those first boys. Who's going to pay me a few quid? Can I, can have the phrase? It <laughs> <laughs> was it PayPal again? We got it saved. <laughs> uh, so you you mentioned obviously the um, sorry you threw me with the phrase. I was just so amazed by oh, it. Like, um, people who have been following your Instagram, which I'm just going to throw below, um, just because fancy graphics and all that. Oh, well done. Um, <laughs> but what's I hope Nathan's t-shirts? taking notes on this. Yeah. Um, so the the orange T-shirts, they were they. So the the event that we did a couple of weeks ago, or a week and a bit ago, that was tungsten. Uh, it was based in a Serbian prison. Okay. The task force were delivering a very high value individual into custody. Okay, awaiting uh, awaiting shit weather to pass effectively, and we did have some shit weather. Um, before they could they could do an extraction um the inmates orchestrated a breakout in order to get this high value individual out of the prison break them out um they failed in the end and and task force did manage to extract um that individual but yeah that that was that's why they were in orange is because they were all inmates inmates that managed to get hold of riot and and you know police kit effectively mm-hmm nice yeah it's quite interesting i've never seen people running around in such bright colors at an airsoft event and it was it was an interesting contrast on my instagram feed it's like oh okay that's that's quite cool i think it looked quite good in in a weird way you know yeah so almost almost like an apocalyptic look to it some of the images i saw coming up so all of the t-shirts were printed up with with inmate across the back i've still got loads left you know (laughs) got loads of them so check out my eBay. There'll be inmate T-shirts going. Might buy one. Um, might buy one and just take a day trip down outside Wormwood for a bit and just see if anyone comes out. And picks me up. 
But yeah, no, my wife's Nick. My wife's nicked one for uh, wearing as a pajama top because they're all in triple XL. We got the like, we got some big T-shirts. Just um, nice. one size fits all, uh, as it were. Um, guys were tying them in knots, and I, I did kind of expect to see a bit more T-shirt modification. Like I thought, we've got some particularly ridiculous guys that join our op for uh, Blackboard. Um, I was I was expecting some of them to be cut off and worn as mini skirts or what have yeah. you. But yeah, it didn't crop, quite happen. Some crop top going on, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, we saw them tied in knots around the We didn't get the crop top. We yeah. didn't get the crop top, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, I, I, I think, that, to tell you what, his, his, his kit, so he wore little short shorts and T-shirt tied in. If he'd worn a thong with a little whale tail above his ass, that would be brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> he'll take that as a challenge you know he will take that oh, as a yeah. challenge, challenge I mean, look, <laughs> he's on eBay right now trying to find it he tried to wear Crocs and we told him that that wasn't quite appropriate like because we're a lover of Crocs right? Cro- Crocs smocks uh, what's it? Crocs socks and windproof smocks is, is, is a thing for us but not when you're running around in a prison no absolutely <laughs> oh Silly Giddy asks, um, it's an interesting question to ask these guys as we were talking about too many LMGs in the section, etc. What makes something OP? OP as in observation? Uh, overpowered. Overpowered. Oh. Um, the point at which we get too many complaints about you. <laughs> no. Um, well, no, again. I mean, that's a fair well, point. A fair I mean, statement, right, really? yeah. I mean <laughs> yeah, I guess, but it, it, it's, it's all about, it's all about playing the event with other people's enjoyment in in mind Mm. as well as your own you know not saying i need to go out and beat these guys i need to get the upper hand i need to do this this no it's about fair play if you're beating beating another team it should be about your communication your skill set you know your tactics not because you carry more ammunition Mm. yeah absolutely completely i Mm. totally agree with that one mate uh, in terms of uh, rules of engagement and PIDs, if it's, if it's piece like that, sorry. Uh, Terry says, what about issuing teams with ROE cards? Good shout. Hang on. <laughs> hey, 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 you know what to write down. <laughs> <laughs> we stole that one. Thanks, Terry. I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll trade that for the thinkers, not plinkers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I see your phrase and I raise you. <laughs> so so we, always, we always issue ROEs. Um, and okay, let let let's be a little bit realistic. At some point in the event, ROEs will go. Maybe we might yeah, start. We the excitement might, factor takes over, doesn't it? A little yeah, bit. we we might start bringing in teams of role play actors that will fulfil the role of civilians throughout. So even when teams are going a full on gunish, you know, there might be a team of civilians out there. So if you if you chuck a bang into a room. You might have a lot of civilian casualties to sort out. You never know. So, yeah. Um, but ROE cards, I like the idea of. We do issue ROEs in, in the in the briefs. Um, if you're then given, you know, so you, you, you do your first situation brief, um, yeah, your kind of main brief of the event, uh, especially for task force. Well, only for ta- task force, the only ones to get ROEs, let's be fair. Um, when, um, when you're going out on the ground, if you've got you've got a set of orders, it will involve ROEs every time. But I do quite like the idea of ROE cards. 
Yeah, nice. Terry says he wants a free game. Terry wants a free game for that one, James. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave you to talk to yeah. Terry about that one. <laughs> you, you, you're getting there, Terry. Uh, come up with a few more golden little nuggets. and um, <laughs> Oh, don't tell him that. He will. To us. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. They might end up with an opening on the team. Yeah. Ah, well, there we which go. Means, opportunity which already. means you don't get any free games because you don't get to play. But, That's it, yeah, exactly. Uh, you still come along. <laughs> so, with well, that being said, Jed, so... just scared civilian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see it. You can come along and be, be a petrified civvy. That's your free game. <laughs> You'd probably take that as well, actually, to be fair to him. <laughs> so, Jensen, so we've covered a lot of, obviously, your, your past, your present. What's uh, what's the future hold for Defiant? Where do you guys see yourself going for obviously this year into next year? Any sort of bigger plans you've got? Deep, deep breath, deep breath, deep breath. Kevin, do you want to head this one or before I say something? Right, I so, <laughs> right. Um, I'll, I'll start off gingerly and pause and let you carry on if you want at that point as well. Um, okay, so we look we look out at the airsoft community. We look at those people doing, as we call, combat missions or milsim, as the term is generally used. And there's a lot of really good companies out there and using um, local sites, places like Camp Sparta, and then looking to move on to like MOD sites. Um, as a business, there's a different level of insurance you need for different sites and things as well. Um, but as you start to move up into that that league, that that level, you then start looking at um, taking Define onto. Um, yes, we'll still use rural and airsoft sites because that's a definite part of the community. But you then start looking at MOD sites. So our ultimate goal is to move Define onto MOD sites and to offer events on those sort of sites for our players and the community. Uh, and yeah, there's, there's great companies out there uh, doing that at the moment and a good event booked for this year. And that's what, we, that's what we're looking to. We're looking to expand and grow into that area. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's one simple word is growth. Mm. Okay, we, we, we broke out. So we, we'd run one or two events under Defiant prior to, what was it, 2021. Um. But we we have expanded since then. We've expanded our internal teams. We've expanded our our, our range of friends and supporters. Um, growth, simply, you mm. we're not we're not going down. You know, we're not we're not staying at the level we're at. We are moving up. I'm not 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 giving any specific details away, but that's that's it. Yeah. No fair play, mate. That's good. Good to hear. We wish you all the best. We really do. Thank, Thank you. you. I do. I do much. wish that there was a uh, like a, a privately owned February or or just something like that. Just I think if anyone, if any airsoft properly wins the lottery, just oh, honestly, yeah. just just buy that's a load my plan. Of land. That's my plan. Yeah, yeah just build, build plan some buildings on it as well. Or, or buy like a small <laughs> town in Wales and just run that as an urban training centre or whatever. Or buy like, Wales, rent, you know. Rent yeah, it yeah. to the <laughs> army if you need Just buy I'm not, Wales. I'm not getting into if we won the lottery conversation, <laughs> all right? Because I could be here for hours. 
<laughs> we can't we can't say we have to buy Wales because Paulus Wales is on the chat. So um, I don't want to offend you. No, well, that's right. I know Paul would be included in the sale, wouldn't he? Yeah. Like Caret- caretaker or something. Caretaker. <laughs> <laughs> Official head trimmer of Wales. Yeah, I know I've made you head of Wales. Well done. <laughs> oh, um, so I want to come back to just briefly. I, I don't know if you guys um, follow the Heresy Group stuff at all, but there was a it was an interesting video oh, on Lars's No, it's my camera. Um, there was an interesting video that um, Tim posted recently, uh, which was saying that he finds that there aren't a lot of proper milsim events. Now, you said you didn't like the term military simulation. Um, that Lars just disappeared completely. Now. Um, so, what would you kind of class your events as then? Like, do do you agree that there's not like a proper definition of milsim or do you feel that we're kind of covering it and maybe yeah. there's scope for growth in, in I, that area I, I think it depends on what your definition of military simulation is oh, oh look, it's, it's back up top back. Right, we're back to normal um, <laughs> so yeah i think it i think it depends on what your definition of military simulation is um to me it's realistic realistic objectives a proper command and control structure and defined uh, defined structure, be it sections or platoons, etc. Okay, in a nutshell, that's a very brief version. I'm sure there's loads more I can tag uh, tack onto that, but it, it, in brief, that that's it. Mm. Um, there are milsim companies, or there, there are events out there that you know claim to do. Sorry, I, I, I don't want to offend anyone, but there, there, are, there are there are places out there that put on milsims that is turn up will give you a uh, yeah have to play with mid cap. You've got an ammo limit; it's a milsim, and that's not quite how we feel that that a milsim should be. Um, and that's that's what it boils down to for me, anyway. How about you, Kevin? Yeah, I think you know James is right. The other thing is, well, you know, he, he's he's given a, a, a sort of a, more of a task force centric viewpoint there as well. Um, I think a lot of milsims um, opt for become a target package, mm-hmm. um, which I don't think is fair on them because they're paying the same money as your task force uh, multicam players as well. Um, so we we try to give task force that element of like a role play, that element of objectives they achieve as well. Um, so they're on an equal footing. They're not just there to be targets of task force or to be or to annoy task force, which is the most annoying version I think of all for when mm. they're just going hey, to be literally you, annoying. You annoy me when I'm when I'm on task force. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's just, that's just that's, that's, that's just fun, mate. That's just fun, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's that you know. I think we when we sort of put together the current sort of group of guys that is defined as well, you know, kind of lockdown one and, and chatting during that time as well. Um, I used, I took the term combat mission. It was a TV program way, way back because I'm the oldest person that's called tonight. Uh, uh, and it was combat missions. The, the guy, Scott Elvis, who was a Navy SEAL, he was actually killed in one of the bridges in the Fallujah with Blackwater. And it was um, lots of scenarios. And I think we bring those scenarios into it. And I like that term of combat mission rather than Milsim because, yeah. Everyone's everyone's understanding of Milsim and the definition of Milsim is completely different. And we we don't ban the word because it always comes up, but we are trying to give everyone a really good experience, a combat mission 
there will be combat in it. You will get to fire your gun because we all bought these guns to play us off and shoot people. I, but we'll try and put in a situation, a country, in a context that will just give you a little bit of escapism, a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of immersion, and you'll work with other people as part of a, a team. Um, mm. To lead right. towards everyone's enjoyment, because all four have got to enjoy it. As task force got to enjoy it as well. So it's it's up to it's up to us to create an event that everyone is hopefully going to say, we enjoyed that defined event. We want to come back. You guys have heard about us. You want to come to one of our events because hopefully you've heard good good things in the past from mm. our previous players on both sides. So yeah, I don't like the term Milsim. It's it's too. Yeah. There's too many opinions about Milsim I think. But not, so not, not only that, that's why I, use combat missions. I found I find that the the word Milsim has got negative connotations about it, especially if you're breaking into the scene. Mm. It can be quite elitist. So, no, yeah. It can be quite quite obstructive and quite nasty. You know, um, we would we want to welcome absolutely everybody to our events, whether you've been in the sport for 25, 30 years like Kevin, or whether you're new to the game, you know, um, we will try. I'm still shit, best... you know, I'm still shit. You know? <laughs> We're all shit, mate. That's, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's why we run events. Um, we will try to the best of our ability to cater our event or the taskings that you're given to your ability. Will we always get it right? <laughs> Certainly not, but we will try not to overwhelm you uh, you know, if if you're new, we will try and nurture you and get you up to a to a point where where you can achieve the tasking that you've been you've been given. Um, however, if you're coming to us and you're an old hat and you're well experienced and you you've you've done umpteen hundred, we will give you a challenge. That's that is what we aim to achieve. Mm, mm, mm. So I mean, for me, I think I think I think Milson, It's just. I mean, ever since from East, I mean, I've been in being airsofting for sort of like seven years ish now, just about. Um, and that was sort of like the first thing I heard about with Milson. I mean, I, I only done a couple of skirmish sort of days before I sort of started thinking about doing weekend events or Milsims as, as it was known then. I think it's just genuinely used, uh, pro- probably wrongly, to describe weekend events. Whereas you've got, you're, I'm going to a, an airsoft event this weekend, it just it sort of morphs and I'll go Milsim this weekend. I mean, I've done it myself. If, although you're not going to a Milsim, it just becomes that turn of phrase. Where it's oh yeah, Milsim mm, right. this weekend. Oh, yeah, you, you, a couple of you're not time. going. You're not going on a walk on. Yeah, day, you know what I mean. It's it, yeah, nah. it's Milsim. I'm going Milsim a couple of weeks time. I think to be honest with you, I think we do LARP with airsoft guns. I think that's mm. the best description. It is. It is live action. You get to fulfil a role of your own design. You know, especially if you're op for, you get to do your own backstory. You can. You can pretend you're a builder for for the weekend. Builder picked up an AK. You know, free, freedom. <laughs> what did you do this Whatever. weekend? I pretended I was a builder. It, well, you, you know, so so that. No, 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 I fully get what you mean. It's, it's, just... it's, it's LARP with an airsoft gun. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that's that, that's a better description than Milsim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. We're doing soft. Sod it. Let's make it happen. LARP well, I mean, just to bring, <laughs> just to bring, obviously, you, you guys touched on this. Your sort of relationship with SEO with Terry um, earlier, and he he said the same thing um, previously when we spoken to him about. Milsim, it's he he believes he doesn't think there is the the the, the client base for and a Milsim event to get the enjoyment out of it. If if you've done an airsoft event that was actually 
you know, scale what, you one mean to like, one like, for like an FTX a, with an airsoft Yeah, gun. for a milsim, yeah. like an actual military exercise type event for airsoft. With, with said, airsoft. You would not get the enjoyment. Of, uh, of, of I, I think not only would they not get enjoyment, I don't think you get a lot of customers. Exactly. Right? And let's be exactly. honest, if you, if you don't get the customers doing it, or sorry, customers, players, you know, let's, mm. let's, let's, let's be more, more centric there. Uh, if you don't get the players doing it, then we can't succeed. You know, mm. we have to build events that people want to do. Mm. Mm. All right. I mean, the turn of phrase that you use there, Kev, combat missions, I think that's a great way of describing it. Combat yeah. missions, you know, I mean, it is what it is, isn't it? Really, essentially, there's no other way of dressing it up. It is, that is it. You know, you're, you're on a mission, there will be combat involved. There you go. You know, perfect. Yeah. I, I have to Thank be honest. I, I like that. I, I like that. I, I watched uh, Tim's video. Um, I think I think it was very good. I think he made some very valid points. Not all mm. of them I agreed with, but he did make some very valid points. Um, have things become diluted over time? I wouldn't say so. Um, if you're capable of it, you will be set out the tasking that will challenge you. Mm. All right. We've got some guys that come to our events that are extremely capable. I'm not going to name them because they don't like being named, but they're extremely capable and they help us out an awful lot. If they wanted to come and do, you know, a reconnaissance role within our event, they would have no problem spending 36 hours in a wet hole in the ground. You know, uh, they would build an OP. They would they would do all of that work and and they would they would fulfill that role perfectly. Right? They would have a very hard weekend. If you've got the capability to do it and you want to do it, talk to us. Simple as that. We'll write it up for you. We'll we'll put that we'll put that in. See, I think that was the takeaway I took away from um, Tim's Tim's video was that Milsim to me means that you're pushing yourself, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to be pushing myself the same I would be that other people would get pushed. You know, if if someone uh, I am definitely not the peak airsofter or milsimmer or anything like that. I I, I I vaguely can stand up sometimes. I'm stumbling around. I've got my my featherweight M two four nine that people are taking the piss out of me for. You know, <laughs> but you know, I mean, ultimately, some events, some events, I feel like I'm pushing myself a lot more. You know, I throw myself over walls and do do stupid things. Well, it's, per, it's your personal challenges, isn't it? For yourself, and that's, that your to me is what Milsim is. It's it's that you know, I'm still challenging myself. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was just an interesting one. I thought I wasn't going to spend the whole no, podcast I... talking about it, but I thought it was a. I, I completely agree with you then. Um, yeah, that, that makes sense. It, it, the challenge is what you make of it. If you want to drive that much further, you know, if, if you want to tell the DS that you want to do something you know, harder, you want to go that bit further, you want to do that bit more, you want to stay out on patrol that much longer, then tell them. I don't know a single event organiser that will say, no, you have you have to go back to your harbour area and, and and get a cup of tea on. You know, we'll say well, we might say that because we've got some plans coming up. But you know, give it a couple of hours down the line, we will up your challenge. Mm. Mm. You know, I think it's as like, long as we don't like you, overwhelm it's like, people. It's like you said, Lance, as well. It's like you know, you've got a team of eight guys, and two want to do that sniper recce role. Um, you come to us with that as well. 
we can give them the experience they want, uh, there will be self stuff they will see during an event, which will be reporting that back in, and mm. they won't know what it is. There will then be all of a sudden something they will see, which they will have to radio back. Now, if they're a good enough sniper spotter pair that you spotter pair that you've dropped off, they will might they might clock it. If not good enough, they might miss it. So maybe thirty minutes later, the same thing will happen again. Hopefully, they see it the second time, and we will build that in. Now. You know, a, a lot of things would be on a, a regular time basis of a sentry moving round. So if you if you generate that pattern from a not four point of view, that task force see the routine so they can get in somewhere. You know, that's when you look at the the the, the documentaries. When you look at the films, that's the standard stuff that people see. That's what people's perception of military is. We can simulate that for you at our event if you want to come and have that type of role. Hmm. I think no, that's cool, mate. Definitely. As as event organisers, we we won't always get it right with 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 challenging the guys. But that's what we aim to do. Um, you can't, James. You can't please everybody all the time, mate. It's no, impossible, isn't it? You know. One of the things that I'll do is I'll I'll rock around on a Friday night, Saturday morning. Um, I will. It sounds bad, but I will judge teams based on their personal administration. If there's shits everywhere, they're not squared away. You know, then. They're, they're less dependable. You know, those guys that have been doing it for a long time, they know how to square their, themselves away. Mm. You know, that's, that's, that's a really good indication of, of who's been at it and, and who the guys that we need to, we, we need to, to, to up it, you know, for those guys, yeah, um, the, yeah, sure. the, the guys that have got their stuff spread out all over the place, you know, there's a bottle of BBs that's fallen on the floor and they've got a pile of white shit all over the ground. Um, <laughs> we well, will help me. them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is me. That's it. We 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 will help them. James, help me. Well, apart from Kevin, yeah. Can you program my radio? I'm beyond help. I'm beyond help. <laughs> right, we're coming to sort of the end of the podcast. I'm just going to slap through a quick quest, a few questions. Um, so, regardless, says in terms of new players to define meal sims, uh, are old players getting more pew pew than the new ones, and the newer ones stand on stag a lot. Yeah, new ones just stay on stag. We don't move them. Um, yeah, just, it's no point. They're new. They don't know nothing, do they? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Every everybody everybody gets the same opportunity. Okay, when we talk about challenging guys, we're not necessarily talking about putting them in firefights. We're talking about giving them things to think about, things to do that are slightly more difficult and and designed for their skill sets. Not, you know, everybody will get their gun on. Everybody will have to do stag, right? If stag is a requirement, um, but no, it's uh, we don't give you duff jobs until you prove yourselves. You know? We will challenge everybody. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, says, on, on stag, oh, sorry. sorry. No, go I was going to say on stag. It's one of those strange things. It's like the first time you do it and you get up and you put your kit on. What you do, what you forget if you've been stag in the middle of the night is put extra layers of insulation on because it's bloody cold when you do a stag. Uh, <laughs> because you've got I, a nice I, warm bed and you stand I, there. 
and get one of your boys to, to drag out the uh, the jet boil or the the transgers oh, <laughs> whatever key, your yeah. preference is oh yeah don't God say that say jet boil yeah. say transger <laughs> you'll be kicked into you the spons- pit you sponsored by transger you should be jeez <laughs> <laughs> uh, regardless says uh, I think airsoft needs support from the army slash government uh, examples like the USA and Russia etc so yeah that would be quite cool but I mean, Mike, Mike uh, Brewer came back and sort of said, well, it's not going to happen when you've got all the idiots running around with riffs in the street. So, mm. obviously not going to be a, a good one. Um, Terry says, adding to the ROE cards, you could have a policing team like the SIB. Gotcha. Terry, <laughs> we can yourself. Thanks, Terry. SIB. <laughs> SIB, I love Terry. Right, okay. I did. I did message him say, "PM me all your ideas. I'll pass them on for you." <laughs> <laughs> He's not listened to me. I, you know, plagiarism is something that I'm well up for. You know, yeah. <laughs> well, he's put it on a public forum, so it's entirely his own fault. So, I didn't <laughs> <laughs> um, Dan says, "Are there any other get, uh, plans for games later this year after your June game?" Um, June event, there may be. None of which we're talking about now. Fair enough. Sorry. No, don't apologise. <laughs> uh, Daniel Guest says, for us OG Defiant players, please get T-shirts done. The slap pack was epic. What was the slap pack? Oh, I would have to go get my penny case with a load of slaps on it. Uh, i tell you what. I'm sure that on a live gym, no, that's an important thing, you know. <laughs> no, um, so the slap pack... Slaps stickers, you know. Um, at our last event, we we included or, or sold slap packs. So we had a couple of defiant event slaps from um, our logos. Um, we had a couple of different defiant ones made up. One of them was actually me doing something quite weird. Um, we Ooh, threw in intriguing. some, yeah. We, we <laughs> threw in some limited edition. Still got a few left. Um, we got we threw in some. Afraid of the Dark ones, that might be a mirror image of it. Hang on, there you go. We threw in some Afraid of the Dark ones, some Kinetic Raid Cult ones. Um, so, yeah, a little pack of stickers and patches went together uh, and we sold that as a little memento. If there was a demand for T-shirts, we could collaborate with one of many people um, to do that. If there's if there is a demand for it, yeah, we 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 could do t-shirts. We were thinking about doing a red tide one just because we like that image so much. Yeah, I'll definitely be down for that, hundred percent. If we do that, if if we do that, it will be like a um, you'd have to order it on a on a um, what's the word? Like a pre-order type thing. Yeah, like a pre-order, pre-order so that we yeah, know, yeah. so that we know exactly how many we need to order. Right, and it'd be prepaid That's the in problem advance. With merch. You end up buying a load of it, and then you can't get rid yeah, of it. Yeah, so, so, yeah. So, yeah. Like, like like t- <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, if anyone wants to buy any of our patches, just send us a message. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, then fox dongs are falling on their asses. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah. If we if we did it that way, we know exactly. Yeah, we take we we take the payment on the website, and then go and order your t shirt and give it to you on the day when you turn up. That's um, that's something that we could look at doing. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm sure that our merchandise and media guys love me blurting this kind of shit out because they they just know that their life's about to get busy. <laughs> <laughs> Although most of it, Instagram's not. Sorry, um, 
watch that a little bit quite. Yeah, I'll, I'll, so I'll, yeah. I'll expect to go bing, 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 bing. So yeah, <laughs> normally when we're on a live, we just see the, the our, our own WhatsApp messages pinging across the top, uh, and they've been quiet for a little while. So either they've gone to sleep, or, um, <laughs> or they're intrigued by what we're saying. <laughs> you just well, get like the shush emojis come up now, just like that. Just <laughs> what well, one of them's on uh, about to be on a plane to Tenerife, so he, he, he's he's off. But um, yeah. yeah, the the others. God knows what they're doing. In fact, Kevin, <laughs> we, we, we ought to go and check in on the children. <laughs> yes, Daddy. <laughs> um, going back to the, the comments from um, the Heresy Group, uh, Afraid of the Dark says the scene isn't dead yet. Um, but yeah. they also said there's too many whinging bastards get upset if you use the phrase. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, back in your box, Nathan. Um, <laughs> look, if you if you wanted to share an opinion, you had the opportunity to jump on a live. <laughs> Someone say Jet Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Jet Boyle, bless him. Um, he got a brand new Jet Boyle before our departure, and he his 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 missus dropped him off uh, at the event. This was on the Friday before. He was, you know, he's, he's part of our team. He's helping us set up, and uh, he got his gear out the car. And and his missus went, all right, bye bye, and put the car in reverse and ran over his jet ball, oh, like no. brand new jet ball. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so he's he's basically hammered it back into the best shape he can with a brick. And um, <laughs> to be fair, it's one of the most milsim things I've ever seen. It's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hardened <laughs> and weathered now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It actually it almost takes up less space because of the amount of dents it's got. And it's space quite, saving. You, just slide a, you slide a ball in the bag mill on the top of it now, probably quite nicely. <laughs> <laughs> like a letter box. Just yeah. gonna post my dinner. I mean, it's shit less for less a cup of tea. It just goes round your face. But <laughs> less of a less jet boil and more of like a uh, a propeller simmer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get some. You got some pressure uh, yeah, built up in it now. It, it, it was quite funny. He, um, I'm not sure who who cop more shit for that, him or his missus, but <laughs> he did put it down right behind the car, in fairness. Yeah. I was I was thinking then his missus probably come back was well stupid place to fucking put it, isn't it really? <laughs> well she she had only recently passed her test, so it was her first kill. Like legitimate. <laughs> Good stuff. Oh right. So guys, um how how can people get in touch with you? Well, there's obviously your website. Yeah, if you go onto our website, you can actually message us through that. Um, we've got Facebook. Uh, we've got a Facebook page. We've got Instagram. Um, if you've booked into one of our events, you'll be in WhatsApp with us. There's loads of ways to get into, in touch with us. But, yeah, the preferred is through our website, if you could. Um, we all have day jobs, unfortunately. I'd love that we didn't, but we all have day jobs. So just if you've got a question, be prepared that we might not answer straight away. Just for the uh, the podcast listeners, the website is www.defiantevents.co.uk. That's www.defiantevents.co.uk. Not, and I'd just like to add, uh, Deviant Events that Andy looked up earlier. Um, oh, that sounds fun. Silly. That's not your site. And the <laughs> let's put it this way: they have the slogan "Swinging Lifestyle." So uh, there we go. <laughs> Deviant <laughs> Events. Yeah, make sure you <laughs> don't get it on a put on a fucking t-shirt. Uh, yeah. Um... Yeah, don't don't mix up your words. Dyslexic lives mattress. Yeah, I knew that was common. That's that's another slap waiting to happen. Dyslexic lives mattress. Yeah, was it dyslexics of the world untie? 
Um, right, so we'll, we'll probably call that the end of the show. Um, if anyone wants to get in touch with us, you can do so at nofochat at hotmail.com. Uh, off, oh, hang on, it's gone off the screen. I'm going to have to wait for it to come back in because I can't remember. Oh, all come my, on. All oh. so, Sorry, it was on. running slick up until then. Ooh. I know, I know. Hang on, it's coming. So it's professional. Coming. You, can email us at, you can email us at nofochat at hotmail.com. Our Instagram is at November underscore foxtrot underscore nofo. Our Facebook is at November foxtrot nofo. And our YouTube is youtube.com forward slash C forward slash November Foxtrot. And our website is www.novemberfoxtrot.co.uk. Please, okay. please ask a, a, a responsible parent or guardian before you, you get in contact. <laughs> really need to shorten that. <laughs> I'm going to shorten it for next week. I'm not yeah. reading all those out again. Just go to you the website. Con- okay. Contact us on our website. That's fine. That's how we do it. Um, Guys, thanks ever so much for coming on, James and Kevin. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, no, it's been wicked. If anyone chef, wants to get in fun. touch with them, feel free to hit up their socials. And uh, we all look forward to the t shirts when they come out. Yes, oh, yes. now we have to, do we? And do it now. You can't say that. Yeah, I think the event as well, obviously. I think, think but, the event is a little bit more important than t shirts, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> wicked. No, good right, stuff, James. Thanks very much. Lance, say Thank goodbye. You. Goodbye, Lance. Thank you. <laughs> We'll see you later. Cheers.